Hello and welcome to Property Money Trees, Maximising Property Values, the once a month show where I break down the steps of how to recognise, enhance and then extract the values in property in order to create wealth. Would you like to find out how you can benefit from the steps of maximising property values? This is even if you don't own a property yet or have a deposit. If that's a yes, then you're in the right place to find out. My name is Patricia Ogunfaber, and although many know me for my work as a solicitor, on this show you will be getting the benefit of my 30 plus years worth of experience of maximising property values, experience which has given me a net worth in millions. So who might benefit from listening to this show? Literally anyone with an interest in creating property wealth. Welcome back. So today I'm actually doing something slightly different and I'm I'm wanting to share this because it's also quite new to me. Um, so for the very, very first time in a long time, I can't even remember when last, I actually rented a place myself. So normally I use a lettings agent to find me tenants and then I manage myself. But this time around, I did both the letting and I'm doing the managing myself. So if you're interested in this, you might want to listen to this because it is so easy to do. I don't know that I'd do it again because I do believe in sort of like, you know, sharing um, the work and the money around. And I'm not one to sort of like just make sure that I do every single thing myself. And I also do believe that lettings agents do bring something to the table. But this time around, I think I was lucky, but it really is so simple. If you need to do it yourself, do you know, why not listen and do it? So I used Open Rent. So that's openrent.co.uk. I went on there. I opened an account. Now, I usually, when I've finished a project, I have a professional photographer uh, come round, take photographs for me, do a floor plan. So I had all of those. I uploaded them onto the Open Rent site. And this is the ad that I placed. I'm just going to read it out. This fully furnished luxury accommodation with an open plan kitchen stroke lounge on the ground floor, bathroom and main bedroom on the first floor and second bedroom on the second floor with an outside small garden is waiting for the right tenants stroke family to move into. The house is on a fully private estate and access to the house is via brackets, sadly ugly brackets, Asterics, temporary asterics steps to a terrace of four houses, and this one is at the end. The house itself, however, offers unbridled luxury, but you be the judge of this on a visit. There will be opportunities and access to view on Saturday 17th, 9am to 5pm, and Sunday 18th, 1pm to 5pm, All viewings will be completed before a decision is made. The successful tenant will need to pass comprehensive referencing, brackets, i.e. salary must be 2.5 to 3 times the annual rent or a suitable guarantor provided. And five weeks rent and a month's deposit will be required up front. 
if this suits, why not book a viewing? So that's what I put down in the ad blurb itself. So I had my photographs, they were absolutely gorgeous. I had the floor plan as well. And I'd set out that the rent per month was £2,005. So that's 2005. Deposit 2313.46. Bills were not included. It's not student friendly. Families were definitely allowed. Pets allowed. Smokers allowed. DSS income accepted. Um, availability from today. I put the advert out. I think think about five days before the weekend of viewing so that would have been around about the 13th of September I'm talking 2022 here um, minimum tenancy 12 months um, features there's a garden there's parking no fireplace completely furnished EPC rating C so those were the headlines so this is a property that I have in West Norwood which is SE27 in London. Now, um, I had 46 inquiries in, I think, three days or four days. And of the 46, I shortlisted, I think, 12 or 13 to come and view the um their property. Now, let me just tell you. So one of the people that I turned down, so sadly, I had to turn down quite a number of people. To, yeah, there's no point in wasting my time and their time if it's not going to work for them. So what I did was I then, there's there's an option for you to pre-select um, your tenants. So you can ask a number of questions of them and um, they answer them. And then based on that, you can decide whether or not to um, arrange a viewing. So let me tell you what questions I had asked. So this is something that was it, it sent to every inquirer automatically by Open Rent. So this is it. It says, thank you for your interest. I hope you don't mind answering these questions so that we can best make use of any viewing timers. They are one. When are you looking to move in? Ideally, what length of tenancy would you like? Two, how many people will move into the property, brackets, and their ages? Three, what is your relation to any intended co-tenants? Four, the rent is £2,005 per calendar month. How would you pay it? Um, brackets, i.e. employed income, self-employed income, savings benefits, someone else would pay, etc. Brackets. Five, what is the annual income for all intended adult tenants? Six, can you provide a guarantor if required? Seven, do you have any pets? If yes, how many stroke what type? Eight, what is your reason for moving from your current accommodation? How long were you there for? Nine, are you familiar with the area? Thank you, Patricia. Right, so here we are. So this is, um, so let me read out one of the ones that I declined. So she says, hello, is the property still available, please? Um, so she got the auto questions. So then she goes, hello again, I'm a mum of a three-year autistic boy, so in full-time care provider. While my son is at his dad's weekends, I work at a tanning salon in Streatham. 
I also work as a mobile hairdresser, makeup artist and a photographer, mostly weddings. I am very clean, organised and responsible mum. A little OCD and super caring type of person. I don't drink or smoke. We like peace and quiet. My lovely landlady is selling her properties and we need to move by October. But quite frankly, being unlucky with finding new place for many, uh, many months due to the single parent stereotype. My case is very difficult as my son is unable to attend full-time education yet due to his illness, hence why I can't commit to full-time work. My bills are always my priority. I have never been late and happy to provide all references needed. Need to mention I'm in a difficult position to be honest because if I if I won't find new home for my son and I, we will be literally homeless and would have to go through the council process which I'm praying and hoping won't have to do. Please consider of meeting me first before making any decision. It's truly very important to me to try and avoid putting my son through any extra difficulties. Annual income, 32,000. Looking for long-term um, budget, 1,400. If can consider income, part-time work, universal credit, disability, allowances for my son, carer's allowance, child maintenance, kind regards. Right, so sadly... I had to turn her down. So this was my response to her. Hi, you know, so-and-so. Thanks for being so open and honest. And I sincerely hope you find somewhere soon. I note that your budget is £1,400 per calendar month, which I sadly can't consider. Good luck, though. Um, now, you, uh, some some people would not even have bothered to answer her because, you, you know, as I read out, my criteria was very, very clear. And she, I, I, I didn't really get that, I have to admit. And there were a few like that. And sadly, I had to just say no, because the rent is £2,005 a month. You can't afford it. If you can't afford it, why would you want to live there? And why would I, as a landlord, want you to live there? You know, you could pay me a deposit and the rent, the first month's rent up front, but you can't afford it. So invariably, you're going to stop paying. You're not going to pass comprehensive referencing. So I wouldn't be able to insure the rent. Anyway, it was it was sad that I had to, you know, kind of like deal with that. And, and the councils are there for a reason. But she's saying she doesn't want to deal with the council. Anyway, um, so that that's a downside to actually doing it yourself. Because, you know, you kind of like encounter emotional situations which you know just make you feel uncomfortable um but you know if you're focused and you kind of like you know stick you know to what you set out to do you should be okay so anyway so I um I shortlisted like I said I think about 12 to 13 people but what surprised me the most was the salaries that these people were earning so let me just go into what they um were um earning so right so this um so these people 106,000 pounds between them um uh, the next lot 165,000 pounds um then 100,000 pounds £125,000, £100,000, £98,000 
£117,000, £120,000, £130,000 and then £60,000. So these are the people that I shortlisted. The person who was on 60, I thought, mm, borderline, they might pass referencing. I wasn't sure. Um, and then I thought, you know, let me just meet with her. Let me see um, if she seemed suitable. You know, we'd kind of like, you know, try and see what, what could happen. As it is, she didn't actually turn up. So that was an easy decision. So anyway, um, the guys that I let to, they um, were the ones who earned £117,000. So it's two friends, um, both of them accountants, and they are living together. And they just seemed ideal. They actually needed to move really quickly. So again, I thought, if I can help someone out, I will do. And I said to them as well, I said, look, you know, in this area, you can get cheaper. But this here is what it is. It's £2,005. You know, what do you think? They absolutely loved it. Um, so I was able to do that. Now, with open rent, anyone who views your property or who likes it might click on the rent now button. If they do that, they will be asked to pay a, a holding deposit to open rent. Now, um, you can then, um, you know, reply to say, no, I, I've not actually spoken to this person about the property. I don't want their holding deposit and then open rent will return it to them. Now with my guys, I actually said to them, I don't want the holding deposit being processed through open rent because what open rent does is it holds on to the uh, holding deposit and then it takes the, the main deposit and then it um, protects it. Now, I don't want anyone protecting my tenants' deposits because if anything were to happen, I'm the one who is responsible for repaying that deposit. And if it's not under my control, I don't know what's what's going to happen. Anybody can go bust. Anyone. No one is too big to fail. So that is a risk that I don't take in my um, lettings business. I don't let anyone um, take deposits for me. Not at all. I always take the deposit myself. Um so um, and once actually where I guess the tenant wasn't too sure about me, um, they said, you know, we really want the property, we really want to come, but we'd like for the agent to hold the deposit. I was using Savills. This was in central London. So I got them to give me a waiver that I would not be responsible, irrespective of the law regarding the deposit, because they had chosen to leave their deposit with Savills. It didn't actually, it didn't make any difference to me one way or another, but um, I got them to give me that waiver. And once I had that, um, that was absolutely fine for me. Um, I don't know whether or not the law allows me to do what I did, but that's what I did. Because I thought, do you know, we both are, you know, educated people. In fact, that tenant um, is actually a really big tenant and they put people in properties. So they've been renting this property of mine for about, for nearly, for nearly two years now. Um, they're really, really big um so they actually employ people to to negotiate contracts to move people in to you know make sure that they they've got departments that deal with this um so i i knew that 
it wasn't me taking advantage of somebody who didn't know their rights. No, we were we were on an equal footing. If anything, I was the one who was on who was on her back foot. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't let people take deposits on my behalf because invariably I am responsible for the tenant's deposit. It doesn't matter you know, who else, you know, secures it and gives them their certificates and their prescribed information. The buck stops with the landlord. Um, and so for that reason, I didn't use any of the open rent payment uh, procedures. I did my referencing through the NRLA and um, the insurance just using, you know, the button on the NRLA uh, website. Um, so that is how it went. So I put my property onto open rent. Um, quite a few people expressed an interest in the property. Um, and I think it was three people in the end. And in fact, someone else actually offered me a bit more. They offered me... Uh, <laughs> It's just crazy. £2,100 a month for the property. But I thought that these ladies that I, I actually let it to needed it more. And I was happy with the 2005 that I'd set as my rent. And I, I don't like, you know, what would you call it in the letting uh, uh, field? In in buying, it's gazumping. Um, I, I just don't really like it. So um, I, I turned down the extra money. And I really hope that my tenants are going to be very happy um, in the in the place. So um, just wanted to share with you, if you are thinking about letting yourself, you can do it on open rent. Um, one thing that I've that I forgot to mention is that if you want your property to be advertised on Rightmove, then you need to prove ownership, which I think is actually really good um, because people don't know who they're actually dealing with. It could be a scam. It could be that someone's just gone and they've um, gone to um, book an, um, an Airbnb and they've put, you know, an ad uh, online to say that they own the property. It could be anything like that. So, um, uh, and if you're a tenant and you're listening to this, if you're looking, you know, at um, a landlord's advert, try and make sure it's on right moved because if it's on there, it means is that certain checks have been carried out and you are less likely to be scammed. Um, so, yes, that was my experience. Very, very easy to do. So in terms of me proving ownership of this particular property, I sent open rent the solicitor's letter when we uh, completed on the property. And um, I also then sent um, a screenshot of company's house, which showed me as the director um, of the company that was on the solicitor's letter. And then I sent in my uh, details. I think it was my either my passport or my um, driver's license to show who I was and where I lived. So very, very easy, very, very straightforward. I think the most important thing, however, is to have really good photographs. And if you have good photographs, make sure that the photographs are actually representative of what the property actually is. There's no point in having amazing photographs. Then people turn up and the photographs do not actually depict your property. Uh, no, that is not good. That is actually fraudulent. Um, 
or misleading, maybe not fraudulent, but misleading. So I wouldn't advise that. But yeah, very, very easy to do. And I think I paid, it was £49, either £29 or £49 I paid. I think it might be £29 um, to have my uh, property on Rightmove and Zoopla and all the other platforms. It's absolutely free to have it on just open rent, but I wanted it advertised as widely as possible. And that was done. I've never in my life um, rented out anything in excess of £2,000 until this particular one. And, you know, in terms of getting it, okay, the rental market in London right now is so buoyant. But in terms of getting it, it was easy. And like I said, someone actually offered me £2,100. But no, I've settled for my 2005 and really, really happy. So if you're going to do it, if you need to do it, you know, good luck. Just get a professional photographer to take your photographs for you, make the place look as appealing as possible, clean the place up, um, you know, open up the windows, clean your windows, which I didn't do, but fortunately it didn't actually affect things. And um, all the very best and see you next month. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope that at the very least you have found the talk thought-provoking. There will be some bonus scenes being released over the next few weeks, so please do come back. If you enjoyed the show, please do subscribe. In any event, please do rate and review the episode because it would be great to be joining back. Thank you very much.